0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu/podcast. Tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing seventy-five high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole-source superfoods, probiotics, and whatever else you know to help start your day right. It's going to support your gut health. You know, it's going to help you poop. Helps the nervous system, immune system, uh, basically you know, anything you can think of. And it costs less than $3 a day. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during the cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for millions of pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy. Other Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free trial packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash drink to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's talk about ColorCast. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. for your daily news. You can talk to them myself, you know, if you ever have one of these other fans, athletes, all that happy crap. Great for watch parties, you know, breakdowns, re- You know, reacting to breaking news. Um... All you do is download the download the app, and uh, you know create your profile, link whatever, and just have spicy takes. <laughs> All right, welcome into our Pip Panther Rants, another sports fans podcast. what Harris, your host, brought to you by Armchair Media. Oh, son of a bitch! Brought to you by the Sports Drink. I have no idea why I can never get, <laughs> I can never get them right. You know they were Armchair Media, they become Sports Drink. It's just uh, it, it's like a, it's like a creature habit. I mean, we've been Sports Drink for so long now. And, you know, it's like McDonald's. I mean, you order a cheeseburger with just uh, mustard on it and they still put pickles and onions on it anyway. It just, you know, it's a habit. Anytime you customize a sandwich at a fast food place. Actually, Wendy's is the most notorious for it. Because, you know, what I like about McDonald's is like now I use the app if I need to really customize a sandwich because it's easier that way. But Wendy's was the most notorious for customizing your sandwiches because you, you, you would tell them like certain things, and they would still give you the same whatever you ordered, and it was just the oddest, oddest thing ever. You know, but uh, I'm sure they have the app now too. But you know, that's that's one thing I can say about the app itself. You know, you know, especially with food ordering apps, especially for fast food, it's made it's made things easier to. Um, to customize your food, you know, because you, you can say at the drive-thru, and of course, you know, it's, especially if you have that one person who has, who likes it like a certain way, like, I want a hamburger cut down the middle, I uh, would like just lettuce, onion, you know, grilled onion, you know, and you're trying to explain this to people over the drive through and it's a pain in the ass, where now you have the app, you can, it's a little easier to do it. I mean, you have to go pick up the food or whatever, but, you know, with Chick-fil-A, usually I would do curbside because it was a lot easier to do. Or not I do pick up as well. I just order and go pick it up. It's just, uh, you're not dealing with the drive-through as much because you're going I mean, drive-throughs, you always got that one person who's got a long order or they're just, or they're taking text messages and phone calls while they're ordering. And it's like the real pain in the ass. I mean, I've, I've dealt with that before, living with somebody, you know, and should always would you know text me after I just place the order. Thank God I have to deal with that shit no more. But um you know, it's all about consistency. I mean that's you know, people have been arguing about the whole chicken sandwich debate. Because Popeyes came out with that chicken sandwich and really it's it's not a bad sandwich, but I think it's just overhyped through social media. It's just an overhyped fad and the thing about Popeyes is, I mean, my oldest child loves Popeyes now. He likes, he likes my good, what I go to with. he's more of a, he's more of a fan of the chicken strips than anything else. But the thing about Popeyes is, their service isn't that great, and of course, I did get a chicken sandwich from last time, and it was soggy. the The, the bun was hard, and the the breading was soggy, which means it was probably sitting for a while. Probably, the bun got hard sitting underneath that heat lamp, and of course, from it being in in that that foil pack, the sandwich probably got wet as well. Because you know, on top of that, you're putting the uh, the sauce on 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 the top and the bottom of the bun, you know, and you know, it was yeah, I couldn't even fucking eat it. You know, that's why that's why pretty much Chick Fil A will always beat Popeyes or anything else because. It's consistency. When I get a when I get a, when I get a Chick Fil A sandwich, I know exactly what I'm getting. I'm getting a decent sandwich. It's going to be basically the same thing every time. And if I want to sauce it up, all I do is ask for you know whatever sauce they have. Whether it's if I want to put barbecue on a Chick Fil A sauce, sriracha, whatever. I mean, I'm or Polynesian or just or honey. You know, sometimes you know honey on a spicy sandwich is pretty good because you know like, it's like a spicy spicy biscuit as well. Yeah, I mean, it's... People always wonder why people go back to Chick-fil-A. And it's consistency. And plus, they have good customer service as well. I mean, you, you want that. You, you know, It's a big thing. It keeps people coming back no matter what. No matter how long the line is and, you know, whatever. What else happened this past month? Let's see. We had Valentine's Day. Uh, my Valentine's Day was pretty decent. I mean, the last two ones have been good. I mean you know when you're going through like a separation it it kind of sucks you know it's de- anyway definitely definitely sucks for a lot of things i mean you'll you know but you know i saw that flower i mean that the, the book, i mean the most overrated gift is flowers i mean cuz for as much as they cost they're going to die in a few days anyway i mean if you really want to buy your loved one flowers just wait till the day after Valentine's Day, where all the bouquets are, you know, are marked half off, or or a day or two later. Then you can buy the flowers because I was seeing like flower arrangements at like Kroger; they were going for $75, $80. bucks. I'm like, people, I was like, Jesus, that much for you know for that? I mean, I'm not gonna do that. I mean, not for someone that's gonna probably dine a day, you know, or get them cheaper any, any other time. I mean. Or, or if you're you know if you're i mean i'm sure if you're if you're proactive you order them maybe like weeks in advance and maybe they're cheaper by then but i guess if you're a last minute person and you just don't know what to get that person you get them you know yeah don't do it i mean get i mean i say i i say go balloons over to flowers and you know do other stuff i mean I mean, if you're buying for a woman, you know, buy her just stuff she's going to like. I mean, candles, you can never go wrong with candles or anything anything from Bath Bath & Body Works. I mean, go there, you you know, they have plenty of stuff. Body washes, lotions, all kind of stuff. I mean, stuff for like, you know, clearing your mind, you know, relieving stress. I mean, they have all those scents, all that other therapy crap. You can go there and do that. I haven't really been podcasting because I just I don't know there hasn't been much to talk about. I mean, I could talk about basketball, but it's kind of a waste of time. Um, I kind of knew they were going to have a bad month because if you looked at their schedule for that for, for that month of February for this month past month of February, it was going to be a um, a pretty bad one. It wasn't going to be a, it wasn't going to be a fun time, but uh. I did, my son hasn't really gone, you know, he took a break from his PlayStation 4 and I was playing Grand Theft Auto for a while. Uh, I bought Man 22 and I've been playing that all month and I've been trying to master that. You know, I, I haven't played, the last man I played was 2004 and the leap from uh, 2004 to 2022 is a big leap. But uh, one thing I will say, it's, you know, the defense, you know, the, the computer is much more br- much more brighter in this uh, in this one. I mean, it seems to adapt to your play calling a good bit, and you have to change things up, and each team is different on how you play them. Like, uh, for instance, uh, Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield, I could sit in zone coverage, and eventually they're going to screw up. Tom Brady, I couldn't do that, or Pat Mahomes. I couldn't do it to, I couldn't do it to any of those guys because they just pick me apart. Defensively, you don't run against Aaron Donald. He's pretty much he's probably, he's probably more deadly in the game than he is in person. Yeah, You definitely don't do that. I mean, they the Rams have a, their defense is god. They're hard to play against. I was able to beat the Rams basically by 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 slants. I was putting Deontay Johnson and then and, and Juju and you know, running slants. And I was able to, you know, pick them apart that way. And of course, uh, Samuels, the running back, getting him out of the backfield and shotgun. I mean, basically a lot like some of these defenses to beat them, you gotta spread them out. But that's yeah, but that's pretty much what I've been doing for the most part. Uh, basically playing Madden and And that's you know, Working and not too much else. I mean, it's, I, was supposed to have a, I was supposed to have a podcast about strip clubs, and I haven't done that yet, and I, I need to do that. But we got so much catching up to do that. Well, let's start off with a, let's start off with some pit football stuff. Uh, they started spring practice. Uh, one thing that um, I'm eager looking forward to is the, uh, the you know, the, um, uh, Offense, how it's good, you know, Keaton and Nick Patty, who's the, who's gonna be the man? Um obviously how the offense works in our Signetti. I mean, we saw how it was with Deion Lewis and Ray Graham, how does it work with um with Hammond and um, Izzy? How How's it work with those guys? I think we're gonna be good on receiver. I mean, I'm I'm curious though, because we're changing receiving coaches from you know from Tikwan Underwood, you know, from Brendan Marion to Tikwan Underwood, how does that work out? Is there much of a much of a difference? What's the transition like? Defensively, I'm not too worried. I mean, we did have some losses, but I think we'll be fine for the most part. Panter Doozy mentioned the key thing was getting uh, more money for his assistants, which is great because you need good assistant coaches, and I think he realizes that assistants are a big thing right now. So that helps. But look at the pit schedule. Let's see. They got they're at home against West Virginia. Um, I don't expect this game. People are expecting us to blow out West Virginia, but if you look at the history and our, our wins against them, I mean, I, I said I mentioned in one of my tweets that the average our average win margin was around five points, and so I don't expect this game to be a blowout. I expect it to be a close game because. West Virginia is going to be looking dif- a lot, a lot different this year as well. So, I don't see that. You know, like I said, I don't see that. You know, I see Pitt having a good chance of winning this game. I think they can't, they will win it, but I don't see a blowout. Uh, they have Tennessee at home. Tennessee was a, a completely different team at the end of the year than they were when we played them last year, which was early in the year. This will be a tough one. Um, so, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this a loss. So, West Virginia win, Pitt win, uh, Tennessee win. Then they go at Western Michigan. I think Pitt learned their lesson after last year, and I think uh, I think they avenged this loss. Then they got Rhode Island. That's at home. They should win that one. They got Georgia Tech at home. Should be a definitely, definitely winnable game. Virginia Tech should still be winnable despite a different coaching staff. Then they go at Louisville. Uh, the quarterback for Louisville, Cunningham's his name. Billy Cunningham, overrated. They should be able to beat them. Uh, North Carolina. Uh, yeah, we'll beat North Carolina. I'm, I'm sure Mac Brown will be asleep during that game. Syracuse is definitely definitely winnable. Now the um, Virginia will be a tough one because their quarterback came back this year, and that's Brennan Armstrong. I was I almost called him Brennan Marion, but that's Brennan Armstrong. You know, he was a big name last year, and I think he is gonna. You know, I think for UVA. I, although Bronco Mendenhall is gone now, he retired. I still think UVA is one of the favorites to um, win the win the coastal. Uh, Duke, now well, Duke's, yeah, that another winnable game. Miami, always a tough one. We'll we we'll probably lose to Miami. So if we look at the roster, if we look at the schedule here overall, Pitt starts at their first two game, games at home. Actually, one, two, five of their first six games are on are at home. They got West Virginia, Tennessee. Then around Western Michigan at home against Rhode then Georgia Tech, and then, I mean that's five or six home, you know, at home. Then but the but the next half is kinda painful because then they got Louisville, and then they go to Chapel Hill on the road, and they're home at Syracuse. So they have two road games, then they come back to, they come back home with Syracuse. Then they go back on the road Charlottesville and Duke, and well, you know that's that's the second leg of the schedule. It isn't too bad. I mean, it's not like it's not like they're on the road every week. You know, they have they, they they catch a break here and there. Overall, this isn't really a bad schedule. I mean, they're 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 at home for most of the games, and in fact, they have let's see one. Two, three, four, five road games, seven home, five road. And now, now if they play in the Big Ten, they would have or SEC, they would have. Well, they what they play in the Big Ten, they would have four road games. Um, if they play in SEC, probably three, probably three road games. You know, all their out conference games would be at at home, and they wouldn't be against power five teams. Probably the same. Probably you could probably say the same for the Big Big Ten as well overall, it's not a bad schedule you know it's not I mean they should be i mean they should be able to get their patent seven wins I mean that's not that's not the question but uh, hopefully we'll have some more input with this uh with spring drills coming up because that's really the only thing we have to look forward to for the most part uh in terms of big money sport to pit now let's go now let's go to pit basketball for instance um Pit basketball. Uh this month was pretty brutal. I mean we had a um last night we had a love fest between you know, we had a we had a Duke Love Fest last night, let's be honest. I mean we basically, you know honored Coach Katie the entire night. It was his night. I mean I mean if next season's gonna be, gonna be gonna be a gonna be a bad season, we should probably find we should probably find what coaches are retiring next year. After next for next year and maybe we should just have them up and just have a little parade for them you know if Dick Rope was there and I'm sure he enjoyed every minute of it I mean when you get fired when, when, you, when you when you when you receive news of your termination by somebody calling you know, your, your your daughter your granddaughter and telling them I'm sure you're enjoying the you know I'm sure you're sitting back and watching your alma mater and kick the shit out of the out of, the, uh, out of your you know, your old you know, place you used to work for I mean, that, the line on that game was Duke minus I think fifteen, and I'm sure it was tempting for Pitt, people for Pitt to take the plus fifteen. But this game was never close, and overall, this was just a bad year for Pitt. Pitt um uh, basketball in general. Women, I mean, the, the women's had so much promise with their out of conference schedule. Then uh, Big Twelve. I mean, ACC play started, and they, and they took a big, the, one of the biggest nose so I'm not sure what happens with Lance White. I'm sure he gets another year, although his buyout probably isn't much at this point. But it's the women's program. What are they going to do? I mean, they're, I mean, they should probably. I mean, they're probably going to let the guy build. Uh, Jeff Capel's buyout's pretty big, so I don't see him. He's going to be back another year, and I'm sure. I mean, I said this in the last podcast. He's going to probably be back because this is Heather's hire, and you know when you make hires like this, you stand by them as much as you can, and. For Jeff Capel, the big thing is going to be the transfer portal because recruiting was just a crapshoot. Now TCU knocked off Kansas, and Jamie and Jamie was on the hot seat coming into this year, um, mainly because the team only made a tournament once; they made the NIT a bunch of times, and the conference record and his record against Texas teams wasn't that great. And if you're, if you're, I mean. They didn't bring Jamie in just to be a bubble team, just for from the from just to win twenty games to be a bubble team. They beat him because they wanted to elevate. They, 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 I mean, they beat, but they hired him to elevate the program with the other Texas teams. It looks like he's done that this year. Uh, one thing that's really helped him is the transfer portal. Uh, pretty much, majority of his contributors. I mean, Mike Miles, he recruited, but the, all the other most of the other key contributors, they all came from the transfer portal. And I think uh, this is going to allow Jamie... I mean, for Jamie, this is going to benefit him more than anything else because the transfer port is going to allow him to get players that he wants, that he really wants. And he won't have to do much of the, you know, ass-kissing to do it. You know, he's going to be able to get guys that he wants and... I'm just reading some of the stuff on Twitter right now, but, you know, there's been so many takes about Dixon leaving Pitt. And I mean, it's just, it's a sense pull. I mean, the guy's been gone for six years. I mean, we can't, we can't undo what happened. I wish we could undo the events after him going. I mean, he was going to be gone no matter what. It was quite obvious. But I mean, if we could just undo the events that happened after the fact, after, you know, that, that'd be nice I mean, if we could have just not hired Kevin Stallings. And of course we hired Jeff Capel. And I think, you know, I, I don't think he was really, I don't think dude just handed him to us just to, you know, I don't think it was, to, I don't think it was on sabotage us. I mean, cause coach K when pick up by the ACC coach. K was really, really excited about, he was really excited when Pitt joined. So I don't think that was the point at all. I think he thought, I thought he thought Capel could succeed here. And, he was brought in and he brought, he got, he got some nice players and they, then they left. And now we're pretty much, you know, you know, it is what it is. It's just, you know, it's, it's done. We can't do it. But I mean, um, what I also hurt Jamie was the fact that he flirted with the UCLA. And of course he couldn't, he wouldn't you know, if if T C didn't uh budge on the if T C would have budged on the buyout and lowered it, he would have been gone. And they didn't. And they kept them But uh I mean, yeah, it's gonna work out for him. For, I mean as far as Coach Capel goes, he's gonna he's got to use the um he's gonna have to use the um transport like Dixon does. He's gotta get get the players that he you know, that he really needs. And just hope it all falls together. That's the key thing. It's not so much getting players, but hoping they all come together. And of course, let me talk to you guys about Athletic Greens. You know, you're getting safe high quality vitamins, minerals, you know, and it's going to help you with your gut health, your immune system, all all the bells and whistles. I mean, reclaim your health, arm your immune system. It's daily nutrition, especially for cold and flu season. Nothing for the pills and all that other stuff. I mean, it's, it's just a scoop and some water, you know, and go to athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. You can get, uh, you know, a free one you supply of our immune of vitamin D and five free trial packs for, you know, the first purchase. And, of course, check out ColorCast. I mean, live on the Sports Talk platform, free to download use. You can wrap the whole bunch of stuff. You know, I mean, I mean, Kenny Pickett just, you know, gave did an NFL interview, and we'll get to that here in a minute. You know, you could talk about that how he looks up to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm, which you know I, we'll, yeah, you know, we'll get into that here in a minute. But all you need to do is download the app. It's on the IS App Store. Create your profile, link your Twitter, and come into your good, rich, great takes. Speaking of spiciest takes, I mean, there, I'm seeing people talk about Kenny Pickett now because he, uh, you know, he, I mean, he prefers Big Giver pock, which um, you know. That's kind of got me a little concerned, but not really. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't hate the rapper. I think I would listen more, more like listen, I listen more likely to Tupac than Biggie. But I don't think Biggie's a bad choice either. I don't think he sucks. I mean, I, I would listen. I mean, if, if there's no if there's no Pac, I'm definitely gonna listen to Biggie. But uh, they said, for example, I'll play looks up to is Aaron Rodgers, and people, I guess, on Twitter are a little, you know, they're just a handful of them are are a little bit, I guess, annoyed by this, but. I mean, if I'm gonna I mean, for, for one thing, Kenny Pickett's his own guy. He's his own man. He's a lot different than Aaron Rodgers is. I think if anything, he's I mean, if you're striving to be a quarterback in the NFL, you're definitely gonna strive to be you're gonna look up Aaron Rodgers. So I don't think it's really anything to get really too upset over or you know, weird about. But anyways, is there anything else we can talk about? Oh, well, you know, not much to talk about the Steelers. And we, oh yeah, it's right. Oh shoot, I forgot to tell you guys about this. Oh, I have to get up for this. Now the Super Bowl happened. I forgot to talk. I forgot we had a Super Bowl. <laughs> so we had a um, which you know who won that? Oh Rams and Bengals and yeah, I was pretty annoyed. I was pretty annoyed at the end by the Bengals getting that you know that. Calling against them, but they got away with one on that touchdown, so it, you know, it evened out. But the Bengals had every, had every opportunity to put that game away and move the ball you know I think Tyler Boyd's going to have nightmares about that, about that uh, pass he dropped, because that could have been, been a big thing. I do think the Bengals can get back to the, can, can get back. they can get back to the Super Bowl. They have if you know they have a really good offense if they keep their offensive core together, cl- try to clean up some things. I think they can be back for sure. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else what what happened. Well, it was great. I had um. I had a pitcher, you know, the, you know, the specials at the bar. I mean, because I, I, went, I went to the same bars I usually do. A pitcher of Michelob Ultra was eight bucks. And really all I need is a pitcher. And it was hilarious because the waitress kept coming back and filling up my thing and kept asking me, are you sure you don't want anything else? I mean, that that pitcher of Michelob, it was a big pitcher. It lasted me the whole game because I'm not much of a really a drinker anymore. You know, I had my I had my birria tacos, and of course, I got I got a, a brisket sandwich to go because I'm, I was going to need something something to soak up the alcohol later. But um, they, all they had this year was the nachos, free free chips and queso and salsa this year, and I'm just I think they did it because they wanted to more they want people to order off the you know they want them to order off the food menu more. And of course they had the guy, the bar, the guy doing the barbecue, you know, you know, that's cause they, you know, they had a, you know, he was outside set up for that. Cause if you're, if you're offering free hot dogs and, you know, nachos, no one's going to eat, no one's going to eat, it's what's on your food menu. And of course, the guy's saying this barbecue stuff, he's not gonna, you know, he's not saying up there to, to sit there for his health, but the food was really good though. I mean, the berry I mean, the berry was really good. Um, Last year we had last year with COVID they, they they didn't have the food laid out, and of course the door the doors were open because that was nice out and I mean if you wanted hot dogs that you just told them what you wanted on them and they took care of it, but I mean still, just chip I mean just free chips and I mean that's just you know that's that sucks, I was I wasn't a fan of that I remember when I used to have. A whole trace that they had a whole like spread out, I remember, where it was like they had the hot dogs, they had a talk one time, they had talk hot dogs, tacos, they even had pot stickers too, and a whole bunch of stuff. And two years ago, which you know, before the COVID, I remember they had the hot dogs and just nachos. And I just remember, and I still get pissed off over this, I have not, and I have really not gone over this. Um uh, people brought their whole freaking families to that. Man, they they even brought their dogs to the damn game to the damn thing inside the bar. And they all ate the hot dogs and the nachos and they just left at halftime. I mean, it was basically a free dinner for these for these folks and I, and I understand. I have kids. I can't hate. I can I can't entirely hate on that. But that just annoyed the fuck out of me. I haven't, you know, I haven't gone over that. I'm gonna need to learn to let that go and just move. You know, I just, I just can't though. I mean, yeah. There's plenty other things to be angry about. I guess I don't know. But um, as far as the game, yeah, like I said, as far as the game goes, yeah, it was, it was a good game. I mean. I know a lot of people were still a little bit annoyed by Odell Beckham going to the Rams because he, I guess his dad, I guess they went on this little thing against Baker Mayfield, and you know, well, I mean, I mean, Odell earned his ring. I mean, he people, some people are saying he didn't. The guy caught a damn touchdown pass before getting hurt. So I mean, he the the guy gave us all in that in that playoff thing. So. And I think a lot. I mean, pretty much any guy deserves a Super Bowl ring. I mean, if he's if he's worked hard all of his life and he gets a ring, he deserve he deserves it. I mean, what yeah, it's whatever. Now, as I close this podcast, let me see here. Because I have no, I, I have not much else. To, well, I have. I really need to write a lot of, a lot of stuff down that I that I need to talk about because I just I, I when I start podcasting, I just forget about it. Oh yeah. It's, couple, a couple of items. First of all, I got, you know, I did get, I did get, I did purchase, I did break down and purchase a multi-use air fryer. It has a grilling feature and a whole, a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, the grilling feature is awesome because I can, you know, if there's stuff I'm going to grill like steaks and whatnot, I can do it. I've been air frying wings and chicken tenders and I also did the copycat Raising Cane's recipe for their sauce. Now, I, There's people that get, like, really annoyed by Raising Cane's because they said they they don't season their chicken tenders enough. Now, I did make my own tenders, and I seasoned them, and I dipped them in the copycat cane sauce. Uh, What I can say is the cane sauce itself is basically ketchup, mayo, Worcestershire sauce. I guess that's how you pronounce it, whatever. Um, garlic, salt, pepper. So I think it's basically a seasoned sauce. And if you're going to season your chicken tenders, like everybody does on Twitter or social media, where if they season their food, they don't just, they don't, they they basically dump, you know, if you watch a lot of these videos, they basically, their definition of seasoning things is to dump half of the, uh. Yeah, you know, dump half of the you know dump half of the thing of the seasoning into the into the into the into the thing. And uh, if you, I mean if you're gonna season your stuff like that, you're not really gonna taste the sauce. You're gonna taste the seasoning on your chicken, or on any I mean any, any dipping sauce for for that matter. So that's the point of like so that's pretty much the point of why Kings doesn't season their food enough. Is because they're they, they're 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 known for the cane sauce, and when you dip your uh, your tenders into the cane sauce, you're you're tasting the cane sauce. That's 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 the whole point. It's not to dump a whole a half a container of seasoning in your in your bowl because it just it takes away from it. Because I mean I mean if your if your food's really really seasoned really well, oh maybe overly seasoned. There's no point of having a dipping sauce because it's all right. It's it's got enough flavor as it is. You don't need you don't need to dip, and, and and a lot of times it's pointless because you, you're tasting your you're tasting the actual food in the yard. And yeah, so yeah yeah of course that's our topic. I how to, had how to get had to get and walk away from it. Now I will say one last thing to my one of my followers who I guess. You know, I am, you know, living a bachelor life. I have three kids, and I saw this person, I guess. I follow her on my timeline. First of all, I mean, the day day has changed a lot since back when I did it. And I guess this person, this girl got frustrated because I guess... Things were going pretty well for her, and and I guess the guy she was supposed to go out with, I guess he just decided not to talk with her anymore. And I learned, and supposedly he was divorced and separated. I I, I can say this: um, a lot of times it's hard for people that are divorced, separated, to date, and it's because, especially if they're, especially if they have kids, if kids are involved. And if they're recently divorced and separated, because there's, I mean, if, I mean, if they're just separated, going through a divorce and they start dating, if they start dating, sometimes if if lawyers are involved, it can get ugly. And if not, if it's not, if that's not the case, a lot of times there's some sort of other thing, They, they have something residual from their divorce separation that they need, that they have not, you know caught a grass blowing and that's why they can't date or the person they're dealing with you know, that's the their divorce separate from is, 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 a, is you know basically going to give them drama and you don't want that drama to circulate into the new person you're dating because, you know, you know, they're not going to invest their time into it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's one thing I, you know, I dealt with when I just, when I, when I tried to start dating was I got questions about how things are with me and my ex, how are my kids because they want to know how things are before they get before they invest their time into me, and you know, I've had you know, I've, I've dealt with rejection because they don't want to deal with somebody who has young kids, and it, that's just part of life. You got to be realistic. And I mean, as far as this person goes, I mean, I guess she felt there was something wrong with her, and really, you know, you know, I don't think I don't think there's anything she did at all. I think I think the. When you date some somebody that's married, that's divorced, separated, and they decide to cancel out on you, and it's probably has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with you, it's something that's doing with them. They got they got something from that whole thing that they're dealing with, and they they just got to address it, or they're just or they or it's it's either that or they found somebody and they decide that, you know whatever. But it's just it's just a matter how it goes. If you, if if everything's good one minute and then it's just something, it's a hard cut then something happened. But I mean, if they, but if they, if they had the decency to tell you, to at least tell you, then then it was, it's nothing you did at all. It's, it's something with them. But anyways, guys, I'll end it there. Uh, talk to you soon. I may have a guest on pretty soon on my podcast. In fact, I need to reach out to them today and see if they can do something, you know, because we're going to, we may, we may record tomorrow depending on how things go. Anyways, guys, let me close out with this last thing from Sports Drink. Today's episode of this show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. It's a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and non-sports. They're here to help us grow and help and hate your favorite team. Not help. I almost said hate. <laughs> I, I, I almost said help instead of hate. Rising Tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to SportsDrink.org. Or up Instagram and type at sports drink. It's S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Basically, you're you're removing the vials. You know. All we ask is close the door behind you and we'll try to let the funk out. How to pick, guys. Bye.